Welcome to the Face It Podcast. I'm Amy Lloyd. And I'm Amanda Lloyd. And we are here to have conversations with amazing people who have faced major life challenges or adversity head on. My mom and I hope their stories inspire you and offer relatable solutions that you can use in your life too. So So join join us and let's face it together. A quick intro for our next guest a serious close to home guest. Yes. Very, very close to home. Very special guest is my grandpa. Yes. And my dad. And we are talking today about breast cancer, more specifically male breast cancer. Yes. And the very, very important message that male breast cancer happens only we talked about this in the episode, but um, only 1% of breast cancer cases are men. Um, which is why there is very little education around it. And we feel very strongly that this is necessary to talk about since my dad, Amanda's grandpa, was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And stage stage four is very important to note because it got to stage four because of a lack of education in the medical field and our own knowledge, right? We didn't even yeah, and think I think, I think assumptions were made, you know, at the very beginning, which our listeners will hear that males don't get breast cancer. And I think a lot of people may jump to that conclusion immediately before thinking that it could possibly be breast cancer in a male. And I think this is just a good story to hear for people to get resources, learn what can happen and make sure that the men in your lives are checking up on themselves as well. I think we as women know that's one of our top priorities is to check for breast cancer. Right. Um, and men just, I don't think do that or, or no. have that in mind. Aren't taught that even, you know, we're right. taught that at a young age, thank God, as part of women's health, but um, boys, men are not. And so I think, gosh, we could, we talk to on this next, on the episode for a shorter period of time, there's so much more we could say, but I think we all want to point out that thank God we have our family and our and resources. And my cousin, unfortunately had gone through um, cancer with her husband and had given us resources to reach out to the Mayo Clinic um, to get a second opinion. So we'll put these resources in the show notes. Um, and would love to continue the conversation because again, there's so much to it. And my dad is a fantastic person to be able to shed wisdom and light on this. He is an eternal optimist and this has definitely been a challenge for him. He's now that we've moved through it a little bit he's in treatment uh, and handling it very well and responding to it very well he can shed light on it from such a great perspective and what's going on with him. Yes. I think for our listeners, it's, we decided to interview him now because he's gone through this journey for the last year. Um, It was definitely difficult in the beginning and it, it still is. And it's hard for our family to absorb and accept. But once we did, you know, find out that there was ongoing issues, my mom, as she said, used our as many resources as we could find to get him the best help immediately. And now that we're a year, a little over a year down the road, um, it's it's 
great that we can tell his story and that, like you said, he did respond well to treatment, but we want people to be able to get ahead of it. Yes, education and also being an advocate, having an advocate, if you don't have family, really reaching out and trying to connect and get help and keep asking questions and pushing, pushing, pushing and not feeling bad to do that, I think would be my number one thing. Even in the medical field, oftentimes they're busy. They don't have time for you. So you really have to push. Yes. Be the advocate for your family member and keep pushing. All right, we'll talk more after this episode, Amanda, and continue this conversation. Sounds good. Enjoy the episode. All right, Amanda, we're back on the podcast today. Yay, it's been a while. It's been a while and super excited for our best guest yet that we have ever had. This is true. There's a reason we picked this back up. We had a really good reason because of our next guest. And his name is... James Lloyd. <laughs> Jim Lloyd, my dad, Amanda's grandpa. My grandpa. Say hi, Dad. Hello. <laughs> we are happy to have you sit with us. We've been working through some technical difficulties, and Jim Lloyd is our now new tech and production crew. Yes. <laughs> so, Dad, thanks for joining us. We want to talk today. We're happy that you are willing to do this because of the past year and everything you've been going through and we feel like it's really important to educate people. Well, you know, it it really is important um, that that more males or men find out about breast cancer and check themselves out and and maybe not go through all this crap. Yeah. Yeah. Or speak up. Really, I think that's important too, is to advocate for yourself, speak up. I know that any male that I've told about you is shocked because nobody thinks it can happen to men. Yeah. So let's just, I got a doctor. I know. So let's just back up for a second and say, you know, obviously you were diagnosed with stage four breast cancer a year ago. Yeah. And it was a year after I, first went to adopt my uh, family doctor who, you know, I can't blame it all on him because <clears throat> when you get right down to it, I, he had told me, you know, it's not very, it's not very often that men get breast cancer. So I want you to go home. Don't worry about it. And uh, everything, you know, if if your nipple turns uh, um, inverted, then then yeah, then there's a problem. I'm <laughs> thinking if my nipple turns inverted, it's going to be more than a problem. Yeah, it's a real big problem. But Dad, why did you go in the first place? Like how? Because I felt this lump in my chest when I was uh, taking a shower, and of course it's on a weekend, and. Uh, so I sweated through the Saturday and Sunday and and uh, uh, thinking the worst. And uh, of course you can't make a, a doctor's appointment the very next day. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, um, um, so forth. Yeah, so had you, were you doing a, a breast exam or you were just in the shower washing and having to Well, I would wash myself okay. and uh, 
then I thought, my God, that, you know, it, there was always kind of a mass in my chest, mm -hmm. but this was a little bigger lump than, than I had experienced before. I, uh, and, uh, was it hard? Yeah, kind yeah. of hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and when I pressed on it, it was tender, mm -hmm. it was tender. And, um, so anyway. So you go to the doctor on Monday, yeah. very concerned about a lump because that's what we're told to go right. see your general doctor immediately. Yeah, immediately. If you feel a lump, that's all the education I've ever gotten yeah, as a woman. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Grandpa, this was June. Some or June 2021. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 2021. So people have the time. Yeah. June 2021. He says men don't get breast cancer. Well, he said normally men don't get breast cancer, so I don't want you to worry about it. Right. And of course, you said great. Well, I, yeah. I, that's <laughs> when you get right down to it. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. right. uh, but you know. Hindsight, uh, I should have got a second opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And because in my my in my real head there, you know, if, um, I I should have known. You know. Well, how would you know, Dad? Why should you have known? No, I knew enough to you know second opinion stuff. You know, got I it. I think, but like you said, Grandpa, hindsight, anybody's going to, you know, think back into the sequence of events and think about what they could have done differently. I think a lot of people would have done the same thing. Yeah, good you point. go to your primary care, you think that they know what they're talking about, they yeah. kind of pass it off as nothing serious, and like you said, that's what you want to hear. So most people aren't going to question Well, and that's that. why we're having this conversation, right. because I think, Dad, you and I have talked about this. Your generation is very much about doctors are God. They oh, know yeah. best. Oh, God, yeah. You don't yeah. really question them. You're no. like, oh, well, you're the educated yeah. one in you the medical field. You went to school for it. I didn't. Right. Yeah. right. And, uh, and you're right. Uh, my generation was, uh, the doctor was uh, almighty, and... Uh, uh, or this your generation no we ask questions yeah. right so so okay so that's june 2021 and then as you're going along through the year um i'm noticing not until probably december january you're having some pain but oh, i know you felt well, it before yeah, then i felt like formed over death around christmas around christmas um and my ribs hurt so bad uh, I couldn't bend over to pick up the dog's dish on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, it was amazing, the pain in my ribs. Wow. And so I went back to my doctor again. Yeah, in January. In for, Jan for rib January pain. for this rib pain. And so he um, gave me a muscle relaxer and gave me a cortisone shot in my rib, wow. in my ribs, which obviously didn't do dilly squat. And, um, and, and, and two things there. One, there was no more discussion in that visit about no, the lump. No, no. Yeah. And also I bring up only because now I know being very involved in your 
medical that you're not supposed to get that cortisone shot unless you've been off your eloquence for a couple days and he just gave you that right in the office so that's also a little alarming but no additional tests no x-ray nothing no no nothing it's just that muscle relaxer and a cortisone shot yeah that's crazy that's I know, yeah. and like you said, looking back, it is like you can laugh at it now well, because we you don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So just... you had gone back, actually, you know, looking back at the timeline, you had gone back. What other time before that for your annual checkup? Again, no mention of the lump. Then you go back for the rib pain, no mention of the lump. Get this cortisone shot and a muscle relaxer. Then you come home, you're doing all your normal stuff. Yeah. Taking the muscle relaxer, that didn't do nothing. Yeah. Um, and the rib pain, um, now it's moved over to the other side. So both sides of my ribs are now hurting like hell. Yeah. Um, and I remember coming over and you're crotched over because you just brought all the wood in onto the, unloaded all the wood from the, your truck onto the porch for the winter, for yeah. your, for the fire. Well, the pellets. The pellets. Yeah. Yeah. And you're crunched over, and I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to walk. What, we need to go get an x-ray. What's going on? Cause you know, we didn't know. Yeah. I think that is important to say, mom, just for everybody that's listening, grandpa is very active. We typically don't hear about things that are going on either. He's always really just worked through any pain his whole life, but he's always been a woodworker, always, you know, taking care of the house, done things like that. So when my mom noticed something was even more off than normal, I think there's always been kind of day-to-day -day aches and pains. But you yeah. noticed there was something even more serious. Well, and you thought, Dad, that it was a muscle because, again, yeah. you've already, it's not cancer, clearly, because men don't get breast cancer. And you. Well, felt, no, at this time, I'm not. You're not thinking that no, at all. I wasn't thinking cancer at all. You thought it's a muscle. It's a muscle. Yeah. It's a muscle problem. That's right. Uh, I thought that my ribs had. Um, I, ha I thought my ribs had separated due to, um, uh, there was a time when I was throwing up uh, severely, and I thought that it was related to that, that my ribs, the membrane in my ribs separated, mm -hmm. and that was the mm -hmm. pain, and, yeah. and, uh, and so, I think that was the doctor's thought too. That's why the cortisone shot. Right. Yeah, I, I think again, this conversation is so important because, of course, we always talk ourselves into, oh, it's just this, and and to know it wasn't until May that we went in for your actual like, let's go May get first, an X-ray. Yeah. yeah, May May second actually, yeah. and you had had severe pain from December. You had mentioned when you sneezed, like you felt oh something God, give yeah. in your ribs. Oh yeah. So we go in May 2nd for an x-ray. It almost put you down to your knees. Oh. It was amazing. Yeah. The pain that it was. Yeah, so we go into urgent care to have an x-ray and they immediately, immediately saw a mass in the x-ray and yeah. fractured ribs. Yeah. Fractured ribs and called in uh, an MRI, MRI yep, into the main God, I went through all kinds of stuff. Oh, from then that. on. That was, yeah. and then every day. Every day was some, 
every day. Something. Yeah, and it was just yeah, they were Johnny on the spot. That's what I was gonna say. It was amazing. Uh, right, can we say who it? Can we say who it is? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God, they um, uh, Rockwood Clinic. The, uh, we ended up going to Rockwood Clinic. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Um, doing a. Uh, you did a biopsy. biopsy. Mammogram. Mammogram and then a biopsy. Mm -hmm. And now the first biopsy came back zip. Yeah. And, but they knew that there was cancer and they knew that uh, they had figured it out that, or knew that uh, the host had to be that breast. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So they went went really deep with this um, biopsy. Oh my God, what a trip that was! And uh, anyway, that and that was on my birthday. Well, that yeah, all the tests that. leading up to your birthday, right? And then then on your birthday, they, May 18, twenty two, positive for cancer. Positive for stage four. Yeah, and then we found out stage four cancer spread to your bones. That's yeah. why you have the fractures in the ribs and the spine. Spine and um, uh, even in my uh, sternum. Sternum. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that was yeah on your birthday, almost again a year to the date from going in for the lump, and a year to date from now. It's been a year since the diagnosis. Right. Um, and then from there, we've learned a lot, um, and that and that's where breast cancer, all breast cancer diagnoses, around one percent occur in men, and I think that's why it goes undetected because it is rare. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what, I mean, obviously you'll speak to this mom, but kind of everything kicked off when mom stepped into and our, my uncle Chad, mm -hmm. grandpa's son works for multi-care actually. So as soon as we knew there was something off, mom recognized something was off, grandpa knew it too. You got him in outside of his primary oh, care. Oh yeah, absolutely. so I think that that is important for people listening. Yeah. Where like yeah. you guys are the way see that no, no i know yeah so he we family good yeah primary yeah. thank goodness yeah. mm -hmm. and what i've learned in this and we can talk more about it through organizations that we've reached out that have been fantastic resources yeah. like breast meal breast cancer happens.org the founder of that helped educate me she's like listen we don't blame the doctors because they aren't and they don't continue their education i take that with a grain of salt i understand that which is another reason we have to push and we have to be asking for more and asking and, for a scan and why this is important what we're doing right now yeah today. yes mm -hmm. and i think you too listening to your body knowing that whatever he did as some type of quick quick fix it not only wasn't a quick mm -hmm. fix but it was getting worse and yeah. worse and had we found that a year when you went in for the lump that could that could have meant the difference between two stages oh yeah and so that's where it is really it's beyond unfortunate it, this is um you know life altering and so thank god you immediately through the oncologist in the oncologist of radiation went on to a drug called tamoxifen right which i have no uh, no 
no side effects whatsoever as far as I know. For mm -hmm. uh, some people, uh, tamoxifen, uh, uh, they do have side effects, mm -hmm. but uh, um, it sure working out for me. It so really I, is, yeah. and that's again why we want to have this conversation. Not only because, because of the person you are, you're always this eternal optimist no matter what. Now clearly this has been a challenge over the year. Sure. And I've seen obviously kind of knock, knock you down a bit, but you're now, you are, I feel like, get, getting back and have been back to who you are and moving through this. Yeah, slowly. Yeah, <laughs> you are. I think it's definitely gone up, you know, gotten better in the last year as you've gotten sure. the treatment. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you end up not taking so much for granted, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say the um, scans prior to the treatment, your bones, because of stage four cancer, bone metastasis, if I say that word wrong, but... Um, after three months of treatment, the updated scans, it showed massive improvement. Oh God. Which. Yeah, I wish we could show that. Yeah, well we will. We will, yeah. And I think, Mom, that's important to say. So for, for people that are listening, Grandpa's treatment plan was radiation versus chemo. So it's a tamoxifen uh, instead of chemo. Okay, yeah, but. It, it is a chemo, it's a but chemo it's an oral. Got it. Okay. But then as far as procedures went, those were radiation procedures. Radiation correct? and then exchiva, which helps heal the bones. So the radiation helps get rid of the cancer in the bones and the exchiva helps strengthen the bones. So there's several things going on at once. We also got a second opinion from the Mayo Clinic. They very much agreed on this protocol. Right. So I think that's also important to share that the Mayo Clinic will do this and take oh, yeah. you on as a yeah, patient. They, over they were, I was impressed with Mayo Clinic. Yeah. Uh, we had some Zoom uh, mm -hmm. uh, communication with the, the doctors at the Mayo Clinic. It was, I was amazed. I know. Yeah, they're they really right very in helpful. on it. Yeah. And they reviewed all the medical documentation yes. that you had had already, the diagnosis, the treatment plan, all of yes. that. And also, I think they've really done a study on Mayo. They are one of the few. There's a few others that have, but they are one of the few who've done studies on male breast cancer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the next set of scans, yeah, we were shocked to see. And the oncologist of radiation, who's phenomenal, is the one who actually showed us those images that you were just talking about. And to see uh, how it had diminished throughout your bones, we weren't expecting that. She wasn't expecting that, no. the oncologist of radiation. So I felt like that gave you some relief, even yeah. emotionally, mentally, yeah. well, to- Well, sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's one thing just saying it. It's another thing seeing mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Speaking of, can we go back just a little? Mm -hmm. When you did get that diagnosis, Grandpa, after you know, you doctor, I told you it was nothing to worry about. We're at a year later. You do find out that's what it is. What were your initial thoughts or feelings when you found out? Well, yeah, you know, I think about that because you know, you advertisements and stuff. You you hear about uh, that. It was such a blow when they found out they had cancer. Well, I, I guess I moved into the cancer thing kind of like like walking into the ocean. It was kind of shallow and then it got deeper, mm -hmm. but 
I, it wasn't a blow to me that I had cancer because I kind of knew I had it. Something was, yeah. Because of the... Uh, all the scans? All the scans and the, and the, the two biopsies, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't doing a deeper biopsy because they thought I didn't have cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, no, it was, yeah, it, when, when Dr. Singh goes, uh, yeah, you got stage four cancer, kaboom, that hit me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew I had cancer, but I didn't really know it was stage four. And mm -hmm. Chad uh, made me feel better because he said, that's in just because of that it's moved to your bones. Yes. It's quiet stage four. Right. Yeah, anytime and, it's spread, they call it stage yeah. four. Mm -hmm. And so, was your initial instinct that you, like you said, you're expecting something, so then you got the news it was cancer, did you want to fight right away? Were you like, we're going to do everything possible to tackle this? No, I didn't think that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's understandable. Well, yeah, I guess we did, because at that time, we already were hitting it hard. True. Right? God, I, like I said, it was um, seemed like it was one test after another, like every other day. It was. We were at uh, either Rockwood Clinic or Deaconess. Uh, Deaconess. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, so you were already in the process, so just kept rolling. Okay, with let's it. keep doing this. I think again that speaks to how important it is to have an advocate, which was mom at the time. Oh God, yeah, I'd she been... kept track of his schedule, his appointments, what they were for. Well, what, she even yeah. recorded some of that. That too, yeah. <laughs> for the family, we yeah, had doctor appointments. For other people who wanted to hear the uh, what was going on, and no, I, yeah, because if it was up to me, and and Amy knows damn well that, um, you know. If it wasn't for Amy, it was like, so what did the doctor say? Well, he yeah. said, I'm doing pretty darn good. Pretty good. good. That's what he <laughs> says on every yeah. appointment, too. That That's true, yeah. <laughs> Even when they ask him how he's doing, he says, I'm doing oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> says, boy, you're just built like a horse. Yeah. You're really, really strong. So, yeah. I, <laughs> always, I, always. Yeah. Even now, he'll be in pain at home and get to the doctor. How are you feeling? Oh, great. <laughs> Great. Well, at the time, I'm feeling great. <laughs> That's how I hope it hurt. And then we give the doctor, fabulous, couldn't be better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the point is, though, Amanda, that you bring up, and Dad also, it's really hard to hear these things about yourself and to actually take it in. Because I remember you saying in that moment, once he said stage four, you heard nothing else. No. So, and your wife, Kathy, was there my stepmother and Amanda's grandmother and we um were all there I was taking notes and Chad my brother and recording it and I would say that to everyone please have someone with you yeah. record and take yes, notes because all of us are going to hear something different oh exactly exactly well you could, for me I only hear what I want to hear mm -hmm. and uh <clears throat> and so you know, when asked when I go home, what the doctor said, well, I just, whatever the hell I, I think. It, In that moment. Yeah, 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 exactly. So now though, that you are a year 
in a year down the road and you're feeling better, can you pinpoint what was the hardest part of the last year and going through all of that? I guess it was the month of May. Mm, yeah. Last 2022, month of May 2022. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. do you genuinely... I think that was a, the hardest month. I, If you remember right, I remember I said, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, you I did. Can't do it. You were so tired of all the appointments. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And but, yours, you know, comparatively, wasn't as terrible as other people's treatments, and it's still so much to go through. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I, I you know, because we've been in that area where they do the chemo, and my Lord, there's no way in hell. I know. Yeah. yeah. And then we've talked about and think about people that don't have family with them, you know, yeah. and that's. Yeah, you really, you really wonder how, um, how that comes about. I, um, I'm so thankful for, for you and, and, uh, and this. Yeah. Uh, letting people know and, and um, anyway. Yeah. What would you share with others, Dad? Like, what would you tell people? So, because you know, I did one post about you on TikTok, and we've had. So many comments. Even I posted it a long time ago, and even last night I'm getting hot. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, and um, because it is rare, and sure. people don't realize that men get breast cancer. What would you share with people now that you know when you've gone through all this? Second opinion. Mm. If you don't, if you don't get what you really feel that you, you know, if you feel a lump and Hey, it's your life, you know. Um, it's not the doctor's life; mm -hmm. it's your life. Mm -hmm. um, get a second opinion. I mean, my God, uh, if I had done that, um, the the next doctor probably would have had a um, an X-ray and mm -hmm. kaboom, kaboom. I mean, jeez. Well, I think that's a great point too because I was going to say, well, you could tell your doctor, no, I'd like a scan. That's one option. But I think you, you're you the nicest guy in the world, arguably. Everyone knows that. So even if you oh, don't, yeah. I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's true. This is true. Yeah. But we, even if you don't want to push your doctor because you might feel bad, yeah. that's a good point. Well, Go to someone else. Yes. That was yeah. the whole thing too was the doctor was more like my buddy yes than he was you're hearing doctor. about his problems more than anything <laughs> yeah, i know i i know yeah uh, so no i agree i but it is tough i'm the same way grandpa mm -hmm. i know to mom's point yeah i would have a hard time i think if i was comfortable with someone had been seeing them for a while to question now, them. i probably saw this guy for over 20 years I know. that's the thing so yeah. if you feel bad just go to a different like you said maybe go to a different doctor so you don't have to and to be honest for our listeners too the the multi-care that you went to that was an urgent care he just made sure to go to an urgent care that had the ability to do x-ray exactly yeah. so i think that's good for and that's that that's um you know the urgent cares that we have today that we didn't have years ago um there's your second opinion source right yes because mm -hmm. people think i think when you have something that serious you need a referral and then of course if your primary doesn't give you that you're going to trust no, what they say no, so. you really don't want i wouldn't have wanted my 
the first doctor to even know that yeah. I got a second opinion. Right. Right. And that's, I think, really good to share with people because that's a reality. Yeah. You know, like I could be like, no, you say, but no, it's a reality. If that's how you feel, then do it a different way. Yeah. So people have options, at least, that we could share. Right. with them right. um, and like we said we did get you a new primary and unfortunately we never heard from your doctor no. at all which is really unfortunate that he didn't even acknowledge or yeah. I'm so sorry that you have this diagnosis or anything well I can say I guess I can see that I, yeah what's he gonna do I know well I've heard from other people with other diagnoses that the doctor calls that hey I'm really sorry about this right you know, at least an acknowledgement this. right I think not even admitting fault no just, just like that you know he's happy you're getting taken yeah, care of the, the problems that we had just getting the the records the I records, think yeah, the problem. Uh, yeah. Was, that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was staggering. And that's what I would say to listeners also is that you have a right to have, have your, your records. all your records. So we were able to get the records. But it took a long time. It took a lot. It took a lot. I had called them so many times. I mean, over a period of probably a couple months yeah. until we finally got them. But you have a legal right to have those. Every doctor needs to keep good notes. Point. Yeah, good point. And um, you can ask for those. And so I really had to keep pressing and pressing and pressing. And we didn't even share why. Because we wanted to get those first and then let him know. Um, but we did get those and it, it was at least helpful, you know, so we can And I think them. it's good too that for, again, for our listeners, my mom has pushed for education for your previous, yes. you know, primary That's care physician. Thing. Right. And I think that is important. Um, if something like this were to happen to just make sure they're educated moving forward, mm -hmm. if you're willing to, to fight that fight and be an advocate for right. not only male breast cancer in this situation, but your own family member. I think that's why it was important for mom to push because he's clearly not educated. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that was good that you did that. Yeah, and hopefully he will be asked to have some more education around male you know, breast cancer. That's right. our goal is to talk about this right. and spread that word. So now that we're here, Grandpa, what is what does day-to-day -day look like for you now? I mean, how are you feeling? And then what's the plan moving forward as far as just making sure you're taking care of? Um, I don't think, I think we should say too, that it, it will remain at stage four. It's not like with the treatment that this stage Yeah, I don't think that I'm ever gonna be off tamoxifen. Okay. Right? If I am, I'm gonna be on something else. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't think that I'll ever be in remission. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is, you know, just, uh, but there, I, I kind of joked about it, but um, there's a good chance I'll die of something other than cancer, you know. Possibly. If we can keep the cancer, right. Yeah, I, see it, it, yeah, I it know it's, day, right. And, uh, which has, some problems too. Nothing like being in the nursing home. No. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I don't. I don't know what to say about that. I, uh, I don't. I guess I'm not thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Um, well, your day to day. Like, how are you feeling day to day? Um, 
Good. Yeah. <laughs> better than. Really good. Yeah. Well, really? But, and better than a year ago, right? I would say that. Like the oh, pain yeah. you were in prior to getting the oh, diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing compared well, to today. Well, the beauty of it is I don't have. Uh, uh, I don't have appointments every other day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you get a breather. Yeah, I, actually, I can go through a whole month without <laughs> without an appointment. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting out in the shop and, and doing some stuff in the shop, you know, I, where I haven't, I haven't been able to yet. And there's another problem too, is that I, I have a bib, mm -hmm. which, um, I'm, uh, I, I run out of air pretty fast. Um, if I walk from the shop to the house. I'm beat. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to you know, walk out to the shop, rest a little bit, and then just stay out there. And <laughs> I'll be fine. But um, but anyway, that's that's my future is that. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, is just not thinking too far ahead and and uh, and not worrying about uh, worrying about stuff I have no control mm. just that's good you always told me that so i guess that's it right yeah, there you yeah. no matter There's what some, comes up yeah some things you have control over most things you don't mm -hmm. but i think that is good speaking up for yourself taking care of things when you need to take care of them yeah. but to your point accepting where you're at and just going day to day and yeah. enjoying that you did get this tackled and it's, I'm glad you said that as far as, as morbid as the joke kind of is, as far as you probably won't go out from cancer. I think that's actually good for our listeners to hear because yeah. from your diagnosis to where you yeah, are Yeah, I mean, stage four, yes. my buddy has had stage four, he died. Mm -hmm. Anybody I know that had stage different. four had died. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard the stage four, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, until Chad uh, informed me otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, then I felt better about it. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, and we should give a shout out to uh, the um, the organization. Malebreastcancerhappens.org. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. they... Because in the right, you know, in the thick of things, we had some Zoom calls with them and and that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, it helped a lot in the fact that that it wasn't like you were by yourself. Yeah. There was a hell of a lot of men there that and that had gone through more than I ever thought about going through. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was very cool. And you did instantly feel better, like being yeah. on the phone and seeing their faces. And yeah. Yes, and knowing you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's an yeah, incredible that was really helpful. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how did you find that, Mom? I had just been doing some research about male breast cancer and happened to stumble, stumble upon that organization. And then they said they had these weekly Zooms and I asked you if you wanted to do it. And we did it all together. You yeah. and Kathy and I at first, but it really is meant just for the males, for, um, for the men. But yeah, and that was that was it. So thank goodness, and they were so supportive, and they. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, they have a Facebook uh, page, and um, 
And we'll definitely put that in our show notes. Oh, for too. sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, what you were able to find through going through yeah. this and, yeah, yeah. and the same, like the mail. They coming. were very helpful. And yeah. they helped, you know, they sent us all t-shirts for the entire yeah. family. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, and bracelets that say males get breast cancer too. Yeah. And yeah. even that, it may sound silly, but it helped bring us yeah. all together yeah, and to yeah. feel like you're not doing this alone. And, and it's possible that men can get yes. breast cancer. I mean, come on. That's it. I mean, I had a 15-year-old kid reach out, I think I told you, on TikTok saying he saw your video and he said, I just felt a lump in my chest. I'm going to go to my doctor. And I said, well, good for you for knowing yeah. your body. Yeah. And please tell him you look like a scan. Because, you know, and so it's really important that you're talking to him. I haven't heard back. I said, please let me know how you're doing, you know. And so, again, it is important and you are the voice for this. And that's why I was happy you were on those calls for other people to hear from you. You're yeah. always the strong voice of reason in our oh, entire oh, family. Oh, you oh, are. Oh, you're my voice of true. reason. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're, lately, but. No, Dad. Always. And <laughs> you're as we coined you in the family, the walking Google, like you were Google yes. before Google, so we get to come to you yeah. for everything that we need to know. Well, that know. was why, like, you thought that before Google came out, that Maybe you could in, check my answers now. <laughs> in my own mind. No, that's how we see you, and it's true. So we're thankful and grateful, A, for you more than anything, and then that you're here with us to have this conversation. Yes. I think all of the above, obviously I have a special situation too right now and I got to tell grandpa that he's going to be a great grandpa mm -hmm. for the first time. Yeah. So I think even me being able to celebrate yeah, that with you. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm so thankful, um, yeah, to, for you to be around for that part of my life and not yeah. that I, you know, I knew you were going to fight and everything, but I think hearing that diagnosis for the whole family was it's tough. You are the matriarch of the family. So yeah, patriarch. I, yes. <laughs> the P, not the M. The sorry. The patriarch. No, no, yes. The um, <laughs> um, but yeah, selfishly, I'm, I'm really um, thankful for that reason, too. I wasn't expecting that. I'm excited to celebrate with Grandpa. So yes. just all around, I'm, I'm thankful that you fought. as um, And are fighting. And are still fighting. Yeah, but I know that when you first found out with the back-to-back -back appointments and all of that it was just a lot but it's it's cool to be a year down the road and see yeah, oh God. Yes, yeah sure. see how far um, you've come your body's come you know even us as far as resources what you found mom so yeah, yeah. and yeah. i remember last may your birthday we really couldn't do much right because the diagnosis and i remember you saying i just want a steak once we get through all this and you really didn't feel like it throughout the year because i'd ask you periodically but this past birthday may 18 2023 we were able to go yeah we got to go to a very nice steak restaurant oh, and yeah. you got a cowboy great. steak where yeah. you finished most of it which yeah was, that was a feat and i had it the next day Oh, yeah, good. I had yeah, mine no, too. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, so it's been quite a journey and it will continue and we'll keep and I like I tell you, I expect you around for twenty plus more years. So oh, oh, <laughs> you oh, need to it's possible. Oh. It's possible these days. So yeah. yeah. You're a mechanical <laughs> walker. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um Dad, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Thank you. 
Thank you for taking me everywhere and taking me to all my doctor appointments and and Thank you so much for joining us and for listening to this episode. Please share with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe. We're looking forward to the next episode and we'll talk to you soon.